0: Bond denied for father, son charged in Ahmad, Arbery slaying. May 16, 2020 report from Good Morning America shares new developments in the Ahmad. Arbery case, Brunswick, Georgia, two hours ago written by A.P. reporter Russ Bynum of the Associated Press, a Georgia judge Friday denied bond for the father and son charged with the murder in the February slaying of Ahmad Arbery, saying he's concerned. The white men took the law into their own hands and endangered neighbors when they pursued and shot the black man in a residential street. Travis McMichael and his father, Gregory McMichael, have been jailed since their arrest in May, more than two months after Arberry was slain. The McMichaels armed themselves and chased 25-year-old Arberry in a truck after they spotted him running in their neighborhood just outside the Port City of Brunswick. Defense attorneys for the <coughs> excuse me Defense attorneys for the McMichaels say the men had legal rights to go after Arberry because they had reason to suspect he was a burglar. They also contend Travis McMichael was defending himself when he blasted arberry arberry three times with a shotgun because cell phone video of the shooting shows arberry punching him and grappling for the gun prosecutors say arberry was no criminal but was merely out jogging And the McMichaels acted as, quote, vigilantes, end quote, motivated by racist views. They also showed the judge photos of a home near the shooting scene that was damaged by gunfire. Quote, you can interpret the video in a number of different ways. Superior Court Judge Timothy Walmsley told attorneys while denying the men bond at the hearing Friday, quote, but the video tells me there's a significant risk and danger to the community, Close quote, questions about whether racism played a role in the killing-sharpened During a previous hearing when an investigator testified that a third defendant who took cell phone video of the shooting told authorities he heard Travis McMichael, 34, utter a racial slur after he blasted Arbery three times with a shotgun in-court Thursday prosecutor Jesse Evans read a message Travis McMichael posted on Facebook that used an offensive term for Asians as well as a text message Travis McMichael sent last year to a friend that used a slur for black people when referring to a quote Crackhead with gold teeth. End quote. The friend Zachary Langford at first said he did not recall receiving the message. After reviewing a transcript of the exchange on the witness stand, he said, quote, He was referring to a raccoon, I believe. End quote. Defense attorneys for both McMichaels have denied any racist motives in the shooting. The McMichaels were not arrested until the cell phone video of the shooting leaked online and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation took over the case. In June, a grand jury Indicted both McMichaels and a neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, on charges. Each is charged with malice, murder, felony, murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. In seeking bond, defense attorneys for the McMichaels said neither would flee or pose a threat of further violence. They cited Travis McMichaels' decade as a U.S. Coast Guard mechanic as proof of his character. Lee McMichaels, the wife of 64-year-old Gregory McMichael, testified that her husband had never shot anyone after working three decades as a Glynn County police officer and an investigator for the Brunswick Judicial Circuit District Attorney's Office. Brian was previously denied bond his attorney has argued in court motions that the entire indictment should be dismissed
1: Dear Best Buy
0: and they have a video for us to see it's a video they showed some time ago
1: <clears throat> new text messages are shedding light on the events leading up to the death of ahmaud arbery a 25 year old unarmed black man out for a jog when he was shot and killed in february Wanda Cooper and the family of Ahmaud Arbery are very frustrated that these text messages are just now surfacing. Two white men, Travis McMichael and his father Gregory, a former cop, have been charged with murder. In a text exchange shared with ABC News by the homeowner's attorney, an officer sent McMichael's number to the property owner in the Satilla Shores neighborhood and said McMichael had offered assistance if anyone else came onto the property. According to his attorney, the owner, Larry English, never saw the text and never contacted McMichael. He
2: had not spoken with the McMichaels and did not know them at that point.
1: His lawyer tells ABC News he did have a security camera that pushed notifications to his phone when someone entered the construction site. Video shows several different people entering the property. One appears to be Arbery, though nothing was stolen. The homeowner even suggesting they think Arbery stopped into the home to get a drink of water from the working sinks. Greg We're McMichael's anything. lawyers Here. speaking out. The truth will reveal that this is
2: not just another act of violent racism. Greg McMichael did not commit murder.
1: We know that Gregory McMichael and his son Travis McMichael found a mod running on February 23rd. Decided that he was a criminal and murdered him in the streets.
0: That's the update from Brunswick, Georgia, on Ahmad Arbery, just 25 years old, when he was hunted like an animal and killed for jogging had not committed any crime. California hit the unfortunate milestone of one million with an M. One million coronavirus cases on Thursday afternoon amid talk of a possible new nationwide lockdown down that could last six weeks. Channel 7K ABC News, three hours ago, California hit the unfortunate milestone of one million coronavirus cases on Thursday afternoon amid talk of a possible new nationwide lockdown that could last six weeks. That means roughly one in 40 people in California have now tested positive since the pandemic began. California accounts for nearly 10% of all the virus cases in America. One million cases in California 10 million cases in the U.S., 52 million cases globally. One out of 378 Americans tested positive this week alone. Los Angeles County has now seen more than 7,200 deaths from the virus. California is the second state to eclipse a million known cases. Texas hit the grim milestone on Tuesday. The nation's most populous state ranks 39th nationwide in the number of cases per 100,000 residents. Quote, while we've made impressive strides, in caring for people who are ill with the virus, this much of an increase in cases may very well result in tremendous suffering and tragic death down the road, said Dr. Barbara Ferrar, director of the L.A. County Public Health Department. Quote, what is equally important? To remember is that we can turn this around so we get back to slowing the spread. Close quote. Los Angeles County reported another 2,533 new cases of the coronavirus and Long Beach health officials added 45 and Pasadena announced 19, lifting the cumulative total in the county to 330,514. Farrar noted that on October 3rd, the county was averaging 988 new cases per day, but as of last week, the average rose to 1,464, quote, simply put, this is more than a 33% increase in daily cases, and we have seen no recent signs of any decreases in our case numbers, end quote, she said. The timeline of of COVID-19 in America often comes back, To California. It had some of the earliest known cases among travelers from China where the outbreak began. The February 6th death of a San Jose woman is the first known coronavirus fatality in the U.S. That same month, California recorded the first U.S. case not related to travel and the first infection spread within the community. On March 19th, Governor Gavin Newsom issued the nation's first statewide stay-at-home order, shuttering businesses and schools to try to prevent hospital Overcrowding. The spread slowed, but California faced the same challenges as other states, providing enough protective gear for health workers, doing enough testing and providing timely results, tracking infections and those potentially exposed. The Associated Press and city, city News Service contributed to this report. Stand by for a video. It's A little over three minutes. After the ad is over. And Happy Holidays, everyone. For me, I'm going to have uh, so much garlic until I pity any viruses that come near me, because the garlic will knock them off their socks. This is
2: California's epidemiologic curve. And what we mean by that, it's sort of, you know, the scientific way to say how we allocate various cases. And what this shows, each blue bar and the height of the blue bar shows a certain number of cases that uh, are attributed to a specific day. So this isn't the day that the test result came into the state. It's not even sometimes the day that this test was processed or the test was collected. It's actually the day that we believe is the day that that person who tested positive had their first set of symptoms or indications that they were exposed and positive with COVID. So when you look at this curve, you'll see early on, on the left side, those early March, mid-March and early April days, after we did the the, the first red line that you see going vertically is uh, when we did as the state, the first state in the nation to do a stay at home order and we see what was a uh orange curve yellow curve that was going upwards begin to flatten that's our first effort to really flatten the curve and we did a pretty tremendous job over those first uh first many months of our response to covid and then the second vertical line shows when we after seeing some increase in our openings and increase in mixing and increasing cases when we did statewide our stay at home, sorry, our statewide masking order, which really advised all of our citizens to wear a mask in many, many of the settings outside of their household. And at that point, you see over the next few weeks that we begin to, even though it's pretty steep, that rate of rise starts to reduce and we start to see uh, us working towards the peak of our first real surge in cases in California. The last red vertical line right around the middle of July shows when we'd seen such high levels of cases that we put more of our sectors that were open uh, indoors, and we required them to close to indoor activities and move them outdoors. So restaurants, uh, some bars in some regions were Moved outdoors, others were in other reasons they were uh, closed down outright. So we start to see this move uh, between moving things outdoors, reducing the number of activities where you can't stay masked throughout the entirety of the activity. That those changes were the ones along with that statewide masking order were the uh, actions that helped us bring down curve from those high peaks in the middle of July and uh, begin to move into the uh, really flattened curve that we enjoyed over the last many weeks. You'll see at the very far right that yellow shaded portion that the blue bars are starting to increase again and we're starting to see a number of counties and statewide just an increase in the number of cases. And that is what we are concerned about. That is why we are watching things very closely. And that is why today's announcement when Dr. Pond announces the tiers, you'll see a number of counties uh, moving from uh, towards a more restrictive tier uh, as we expected and anticipated even last week. Well, we can't really
0: Surprised. I'm not surprised at all because, with no, no mask and no gloves, and just snubbing the restrictions, um, parties, holidays, and crowds at the beaches. And, well, It's a miracle that we're still alive. (laughs) I guess that's the correct way to say it. The easiest way to say it. But I promise you guys, I will be a walking garlic patch. And um, I even read something. It may not have. Apply to adults, but I read something about micronutrients like iron, zinc, and those types that they, in order for a baby to absorb them, they can they cannot have the have fruit with the skin on it, that the skin will prohibit the absorption of those micronutrients. So being a female who has always battled with anemia, I'm looking for every way I can to stay on top of anemia and any other possible issue. I'll go in a few days have a physical and, um, Have all my blood work looked at. Have everything checked. So far so good. Everything is going well. It's cold one day here. We're cold for a few days. And then. I think they said tomorrow. It's going to jump up 20 degrees. So you see. (laughs) Everything is not. Uh working in our favor when the weather goes from one extreme to the next and then we have over a million cases of infection so it's um, it requires us to step up our game and to stay on our toes and that's what we'll have to do Everybody's everybody is different, so one solution. There's no one-size-fits-all solution. But each one of us can do our level best, and after that, we've done all we can do. Okay, thank you for listening. Take care. Stay healthy.